Shalom to all. Today's daf is Nazar Daf Lamed Dalad. We are starting in the middle of the Amud with the brand new Mishnah. And today's daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basab Yaakov Maisha Her Nishama should have an Aliyah and Lili Nishmas Rabbi Yechmiel Mardechai Ben Rabchaim His Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now this Mishnah is very similar to the previous one. The Mishnah tells us Ras Hakvi. A person saw Kvi. According to some, the way to pronounce this word is Koi and not Kvi. What is this thing? So it's an animal. And there's a suffix if this animal is a Chaya or a Behema. So this fellow saw Kvi. Va'amar and he said Hareini Nazir Shazechaya. I'm a Nazir because it's a Chaya. Then another guy said, Hareini Nazir Shazayne Chaya. I'm a Nazir because this is not a Chaya. Then a third guy said, Hareini Nazir Shazabahema. I'm a Nazir because it's a Behema. Fourth guy said, Hareini Nazir Shayne Zabahema. I'm a Nazir because it's not a Behema. A fifth guy said, Hareini Nazir Shazachaya Ubehema. I'm a Nazir because it's both a Chaya and a Behema. A sixth guy said, Hareini Nazir Shayne Zaloi Chaya Voloi Behema. I'm a Nazir because it's not a Chaya or a Behema. A seventh guy said, Hareini Nazir Shayachun Mikem Nazir. I'm a Nazir because one of you is Nazir. An eighth guy said, Hareini Nazir Shayne Echun Mikem Nazir. I'm a Nazir because none of you is a Nazir. And a ninth guy said, Hareini Nazir Shakulchem Nazirin. I'm a Nazir because all of you are Nazirim. Hare Kula Nazirin. All of them are Nazirin. This Mishnah could either be according to Beishamah that this is a case of Hektish Betos, or this could be according to Reb Shimon that a person is Machnas himself to a Suffolk Naziros, and therefore they're all Nazirim either because of Suffolk or because of Vadai. Like what brings two brises? Tani Chada, one brise teaches Tisha Nazirim that there are nine Nazirim over here, like the way we understood the Mishnah. Vatani Idach, but the other brise says Heisha Naziriyos, there are nine periods of Naziros, meaning we're talking about one person who now has to be a Nazir for nine different. Different periods. So we try to figure this out. Bishlam Atisha Nazirin, we can understand that we could have nine different people that are in Nazirim here, could go into have a Gavri Tve, the Itves For example, that we have many people here, we have nine people, they're constantly being Matves and Naziros, like we described in the Mishnah. How do we have nine periods of Naziros being applied to one person? And Bishlam Ashis, Mishkachasla, could it none? We understand we can have six separate Naziris periods applied to one person, like in our Mishnah. Meaning the first six examples in our Mishnah could have all been set by one person. One person could say, Hareini Nazir Shazachaya, Shazainoichaya, Shazabehema, Shazainabehema, Shazachaya Ubehema, Shazaloichaya Voloibehema, and that six Lashonis of Naziros said by one person. So we understand how we get to the number six. Avotlas, Hechemishkachasla. What about the last three? The last three was a person commenting about another person. I'm a Nazir because one of you is a Nazir. I'm a Nazir because one of you is not a Nazir. I'm a Nazir because all of you are Nazirim. How is it that those could also be included in one person's Nazir? Naziros, then now he's chayev to keep nine periods of Naziros. So Amar of Sheshaz, Rav Sheshaz explains, Kigayin Amr, for example, he said, Harini Nazir, I'm a Nazir, Unaziros and everyone's Naziros is on me. In other words, take an example of our Mishnah where we had nine people and add a tenth person to the mix. So this tenth fellow is watching all these nine people say something. One guy says, I'm a Nazir because it's a chayev. The other guy says, I'm a Nazir because it's not a chayev. Third guy says, I'm a Nazir because it's a behema. Fourth guy says, I'm a Nazir because it's not a behema. And he listens to everyone's statements, guys one through nine. Then number 10 pipes up and says, all of your Naziros is on me. So even the Naziros of numbers seven, eight, and nine is going to be on this fellow and he's going to have to keep nine separate periods of Naziros. Hajan Lach Shammai, Mazel finishing the fifth parak of Masechah's Nazir, just like we were Zechah to finish this parak together. We should be Zechah to finish the entire Masechah together and of course, all of Shas together. And now we've gone to new parak. The Mishnah says, Shloisha minin asurin benazir. There are three different categories of things that are asur when we're dealing with a nazir. Hatoma, he's not to make himself tomei, batiglachas, and shaving, by yotzimin agafen, and something that comes from a grapevine. Now talking about a grapevine, mechala yotzimin agafen, mitztarf from zeimzeh. Anything that comes from the grapevine is mitztarf together for the shear of iser. Now, a clarification of what the shear of iser is, ve'en chayv, a person's not going to be chayv for breaking his naziris, which means he's not going to get malchus, 
kazayas until he eats from the grapes a kazayas, meaning he has to eat either grapes or something coming from the grapes to the shear of a kazayas. And as we had just said in the previous line in the Mishnah, everything is going to be mitzdarif with each other. So if he ate a little bit of the grape and a little bit of the seeds and a little bit of the skin, and all together that was a kazayas, so he would be chayev for that. Now the Mishnah Lam Dalaron Beis on top tells us, Mishnah Rishay Noimeres, there was an original Mishnah that said, Ad Yishter Vias Yayin, then when it comes to drinking something that comes from a grape, for example, grape juice or wine, he's going to be chayev only once he drinks a revias of wine, and a revias of wine is different than a kazayas. Now Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Afilu Sharapita Bayayin, even if he soaked his bread in wine, Viesh Bakadelet Sarf Kazayas, and together, in between the wine and the bread, we have a total of a kazayas, Chayav Yid for that. So we see the Rabbi Kiva is very machmer over here, because just drinking wine itself, according to the missionary Shaina, requires a full revias, whereas over here, he's eating something which is mutter, he's allowed to have bread, and simply soaked into the bread is a little bit of wine, but together we have a kazayas, so he'd be chayav for that. Now our mission continues, this Nazar would be chayav for drinking wine by itself and grapes by themselves, and the chartzanim and the zogim all by themselves. A person is not chayav until he eats two chartzanim and a zog. And that's because our Belazah ben Azariah darshins a pasuk. Now the Mishnah explains, Eluhin chartzanim ve'eluhin zogim, what are chartzanim and what are zogim? So we have a machlekes about this. Ha-chartzanim elu ha-chitzanim, the chartzanim are the outsides, meaning the skin of the grape, and ha-zogim elu ha-pnimim, the zogim are what's inside, meaning the pits. Div Rabbi Huda, that's Rabbi Huda's opinion. Whereas Rabbi Yesi, and Rabbi Yesi argues, and he says, shaloi titas, that you shouldn't make a mistake, think about the following. Kazog shel behema, a grape is like the bell of an animal, like the bell that goes around the animal's neck. Zug, the outer part of the bell is called a zug, and that sounds like the word zug. So the zug of the grape is the skin of the grape. Bapnimi and the inner part of the bell, inbal, is called an inbal, which means by process of elimination that the inner part of the grape is called a chartzan. Now the Gemara quotes a part of the Mishnah, Now the Gemara tells us, Something that comes from the grapevine, a person would be chayv for eating. But if he eats the grapevine itself, he would not be chayv for that, because the Mishnah uses the Lashon of Hayotim in Agafen. Now, Masis is like Rebbe Yezer. Armish is not like Rebbe Yezer. The time you have a bride, Rebbe Yezer Armish, he says, "Afilu alin vilu lovin b'mashma." That it's mashma that this Nazar would be chayiv even for eating alin and lovin, meaning the leaves and the shoots of the grapevine. He would be chayiv for that as well. Now, Ikeda Amrila Seifa. Some make this diok out of the Seifa. The Mishnah. The Mishnah says, "Ene chayiv elo ad sheyochal manavim kezayis." A person is not going to be chayiv until he eats a kezayis from the anavim. What do we learn from here? Men ha anavim in mehagavin atzmayloi. That he's only chayiv for eating the grapes themselves or something related to the grape, for example, the skin or the pits, but he's not chayv for eating anything of the grapevine itself. And must seem like Rebbe Leazar, we get to our mission is not like Rebbe Leazar. From here, the time you have a brass, Rebbe Leazar, I'm Rebbe Leazar, says, Afilu alin vilu lovin b'mashma, that it's mashma that a Nazar would be chayv even for eating alin and lovin, again, the leaves and the shoots. Now the Gemara says, but my kamifilgi, what exactly is this machlekes? Meaning, what's the machlekes, Rebbe Yezer and the Chachamim? So the Gemara tells us, Rebbe Yezer darish ribuye umiyute, and Rabbanan darshi klali uprati. Rebbe Yezer darshins ribuye and miyut, and the Rabbanan darshin klalu prat. So this requires a bit of an introduction. Every morning we say, Rabbi Shmol, Omer, Belshleshus, Hermidus, Hatarin, Dreshes, Bohen. And these are 13 principles with which the Torah is darshined. And among them are klalu prat, pratu klal, and klalu pratu klal. So let's understand what these are. The word klal means a generalization, and the word prat is a specification. So the Torah will often teach something in a very general way, that's a klal, but then use wording that's more specific. That's called the prat. Now sometimes after that prat, the Torah is once again going to use a word which is a klal, a generalization. That's a klal u pratu klal. And sometimes it's exact opposite. Sometimes we have the prat first, 
prat uklal and then prat uklal uprat. So let's just take one of these and contrast it with ribu and miut. With a klal and a prat, which means when the Torah first mentions a klal and then it mentions a prat, we say, ein bechlal elamash prat. The only things included in the general that was just stated is something that the Torah mentions in the prat. As we said, this is in contrast to a different way of darshaning called a ribu and a miut. Ribu and a miut is something very similar, just slightly different. The difference is that the miut limits the ribuy, but it doesn't define it. So in other words, a klalu prat is more specific because ein bechlal Ella, the keyword over here being Ella, Mashaba Prat. The only thing that's included in the Klal is that which is stated in the Prat, whereas Ribu and Miut is less restrictive and it includes more. And Agumar is going to be focusing on Prat to Klal with another Prat afterwards. Now, before we continue, let's just read Tupsukim, which is going to be the focus of our Gemara. The Pasuk tells us, Miyayin Vesheikhar Yazir, he has to refrain from wine and aged wine. He shall not drink vinegar from wine or aged wine. He shall not drink anything great were soaked in, v'anavim lachim viveshim lo yoichal. He's not allowed to eat moist or dry grapes. The Hainu raisins are off-limit. That's Pasuk number one. Next Pasuk. Call Yumei Nizrai. All the days of his Naziros, mikol asher yasim igefen ayayin. From anything that's made of the grapevine, mechartzanim v'adzog, from seeds to skin, lo yoichal, he's not allowed to eat. So now going back to the Gemara. Rebbe Yazar Dar Shibuyim Uyutei, Rebbe Yazar Dar Shins Ribuyim Miyot. The Pasuk tells us, miyayin v'shecher yazir. He has to refrain from yayin and shecher. Miyot. That's a limitation because it only mentions mentions a few things. So that means that it's limiting what the Isra is. But then the Pasuk says, Mikol asher yasin from anything that comes from the Gefen Ayayin, Reba. So that's something that's inclusionary. So miyot v'riba, when we have a miyot and then a riboy, riba hakol. That means that the riboy is including everything. Now my riba, what does that mean it's including everything? Reba kol mili. It's including everything, including alim and lulavim the leaves and the shoots of the grapevine. And my miyot, so what's the limitation over here? Miyot shabishta, the limitation is the branches, meaning even Rebel Yezer, who says that a person is going to be chayv for eating the shoots and the leaves, he's not chayv and nazir for eating the actual branch of the grapevine. That's not edible at all. It's literally just a piece of wood. So that's using a ribuy and a miyot. However, v'rabbanon darshi klal uprate, the rabbanon darshin klal uprat, which we said is a little bit more limiting. The Pasuk says, miyayin v'sheichar yazir, Prat, that's a specification. Just yayin and shechar and whatever else is mentioned in the Pasuk. Mikol asher yasmi gefen from everything that comes from the gefen ayayin, klal, so that's a generalization. It mentions the word kol, everything. The Pasuk then continues, mechartsanim va'adzog, from chartsanim to the zog, chazer parat, now the Torah went and listed another prat, another specification. Pratu, klalu prat. Now when we have a prat, then a klal, and then a prat afterwards, yatadon elokeena prat. We can only judge, meaning we can only say that what is usur is something which is like the prat, maha prat mafurish pri upsilas pri, just like the prat which is mentioned in the pasuk, meaning the specific things that the pasukim mention. It mentions pri, the fruit itself, and the psilas pri, the waste of the fruit, which we're going to explain what that is. Af kol pri upsilas pri, so to anything which is a fruit or it's psilas pri, it's the waste of a fruit that would be also to another as well. Now we continue with this. E, if you're going to say the following, the maha prat mafurish pri gomor, then just like the prat which is mentioned in the pasuk is talking about a complete pri, so af kol pri gomor, so too the only thing that would be usher to a nazir would be a complete pre. Amarta, then you would say the following to that, in Cain, if so, what then did the Pasuk leave over that we would have to infer from the Pasuk that wasn't stated explicitly in the Pasuk? Remember, in this Limud, we have to include something that's not explicitly mentioned in the Pasuk. Well, if we're going to say that our Limud is that the only thing that's usher is a pre-gamur, then there's nothing that was left out of the Pasuk. You want to say the Pasuk is coming to include that there's an isser for him to 
to have moist and dry grapes? Haksivi, that's written before in the Pasuk. Yain v'chaymetz, do you want to say the Pasuk is coming to include that he has an iser to drink wine and vinegar? Haksivi, that's written before in the Pasuk. So therefore we say, It's not on you to judge, meaning to apply the halacha, like the later lashon, meaning like this suggestion, that the only thing that should be included is pre-gamur, only like the first lashon, meaning like the original way we understood that something which is a pre is included, not a pre-gamur. And now we clarify something very important over here with prat uklalu prat. Since we're going to end up including everything in this limud, so why does the Pasuk have to tell us meaning why do we have to have another prat? Once we have prat uklal, so the klal already includes everything. So what does the second prat do for us? And that's what's important over here. The Gemara is just about to describe the difference between having a plain prat uklal versus a prat uklalu prat. to tell you that anytime you only have a prat uklal, so you're not allowed to extend the drasha and say that the only thing that's included in the klal is something which is similar to the prat. The klal is in addition to the prat, which means if you only have a prat uklal, so then the klal includes everything. And if this pasuk only had a prat uklal, then even according to the Rabbanon, we would say that the olam and lulavim, the leaves and the shoots, are included in the isra of anazir. Until the pasuk makes a prat for you like it does by nazir, meaning it closes off this prat uklal with another prat, and then that last prat tells us that the only thing that's included in the klal is something which is similar to the prat, and since our pasuk is a prat, uklalu prat, therefore the Rabbanon say that we are not including Olam and Lulavim. And now the Gemara just analyzes a number of statements that we just made. Omar Amar, we just made a statement, ma'aprat mufurish pri upsilas pri, avkal pri upsilas pri. Just like when the Pasuk specifies things that are usher to nazir, it clearly talks about the pri, the fruit, and the psilas pri, the waste of the pri, so too we're including anything which is a pri or psilas pri. Now we explain what this drasha is. Pri is inve, the fruit that we're talking about is grapes, and psilas pri mahi. What is this psilas, this waste of the pri that we're talking about? Chaimetz, vinegar. Vinegar is considered the psilas of the pri. So now we continue explaining the Joshua af kol pri mahi. So what are we coming to include when we say kol pri? Guarki, not fully ripe grapes. Even those are included in the eser. Af kol the psilas pri mahi. So what are we coming to include when we say af kol psilas pri? All other wastes of a pri. Amrav kahano lasui in vidichrin to include wormy grapes. Wormy grapes are considered a waste of the grape, and that's usher as well to nazir. And we conclude va'ad zog. What does the pasuk mean when it says until zog mechartzanim va'ad zog, which is mashma something in between the chartzon and the zog is usher. So Amravina he explains lasui de ben habenayim to include that which is in between the chartzon and the zog, in between the skin and the seed, meaning the fleshy part of the grape. Obviously, if a nazir takes a whole grape. And pops it into his mouth, so it's also for him to do that. The chedesh over here is that let's say he skins the grape, he's very good with a paring knife, takes the knife and peels the skin off of it, cuts it open, takes out the seeds, and now he just has the fleshy part of the grape. Eating just that bain habenayim, just that fleshy part of the grape, is usher as well for nazir, even though it's an abnormal way of eating the grape, it's still usher, and that's what the Pasuk is telling us by saying, ad zug, until the zug, anything in between the chartzon and the zug. And the Gemara continues explaining, Omar Meyer was just stated previously, E, if you want to say the following, maha prat mufurish pre-gamur, just like the prat talks about a pre-gamur, af kol pre-gamur, so to the only thing that's included by this Pasuk is a pre-gamur, so 
So Marty would say the following, Imkain, if that's really so, What did the Tyra leave out that we should learn from inference only that was not stated explicitly in the Pasuk? Want to say the Pasuk is including moist and dry grapes? That can't be Haksivi. That's written Beferish in the Pasuk. Yain Want to say the Pasuk is including wine and vinegar? Haksivi. That's written Beferish in the Pasuk as well. So what would the Pasuk be coming to include? So we say, It's not our new Tedarshin like the Lashen Achrain, the Hainu, that we're only including something which is a pre-Gomor, we darshan like the Lashen Rishon, that we're just including a pre. And we have continued by saying, Since we're eventually going to include everything, why is it that we have to have this second Prat of Mechatzan Vadzog? And we answer, Anytime you only have a Prat and a Klal, you're not allowed to extend the Drasha and say that the Klal is only including something which is like the Prat. The Klal is in addition to the Prat and it includes everything. Until the Pasuk gives you another Prat, like it does over here by Nazir, by closing off with another Prat of and that tells you that we darshan it Prat Uklal Uprat and not just a plain Prat Uklal. Now we ask on this last part. In our Mishnah, that he uses this Pasuk of that a Nazir is not chayv until he eats two chartzanim and a zog. He darshans the pasuk literally mechartzanim, which is plural, the adzog, which is singular. So according to a Nazir is only chayv if he eats two chartzanim and one zog. So pratamnali, how does he know the second prat? So the more answer is Sabla He holds like Kribliazer, the darsh Miyadvariba, who darshins miutim and ribuyim, and who doesn't darshin pratu klalu prat. So he doesn't need the second prat. By saying, well, alternatively, we could say Krabbanon, the Rabbalah Zabanazari holds like the Rabbanon, and still he uses this Mechatzan Vadzog to be the closing prat. How so? If you want to say that the words are only teaching us what Rabbi Lazar ben tries to teach us, then the Torah should have just said these words with all the other pratim that it lists in the first pasuk. Why does it dafka list these words after the klal? Why wait to mention just this prat of in the second pasuk? It should be mentioned with all the other pratim in the first pasuk. We learn from here that we use these words, Mechatzan Vadzog, as that closing prat, and also for Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah's drasha. The Gemara asks, Maybe these words, Mechatzan Vadzog, are only able to be used to be the closing prat, and they're not able to be used for Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah's drasha at all. So the Gemara says, No, that can't be, because if that's so, If the Torah only wanted to list a prat, so it could have said many things. It could have said two chartzanim, or two zogim, or one chartzan, and one zog. Why does the Torah write this strange lashon, a plural lashon by chartzanim, and a singular lashon by zog? We learn from here, first of all, that it's darshaned as a klalu prat, meaning this is the closing prat, and we could also darshan that he's only chayiv until he eats two chartzanim and one zog because of this specific wording, plural, singular. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow explaining how Rebel Yezer darshins Pratu Klalu Prat. If he usually darshins Miyat and Reba, he can't just leave Pratu Klalu and Prat by the wayside. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.